Having Aries appointed be a battle royal. Okay, let's just start over. Hello and welcome to Plotris. This is Meg. This is Lane. And today we're talking about the Bridgerton experience, the Queen's Ball. And we are lucky enough to be joined by Kat from Page Rage. So hi, Kat. Hey, guys. So happy to be on. So yes, we were surfing Instagram the other day. Do we say surfing Instagram? Scrolling, a scrolling (laughs) Instagram. And I saw that Page Rage had attended the Bridgerton experience. And I was like, this sounds like the perfect collab because we oh really gosh. want to talk about it. <laughs> and I think oh, the, the thing we start by saying is that we all went, not together, well, Meg and I went together, but to the Washington DC experience. So yes. mm-hmm. the disclaimer, I have no idea if this is how people in Montreal or California or Chicago experienced this. We can only speak to Washington DC specifically. Yeah. Uh, my other best friend she she went to the Chicago one so she went after us and I like read her all the issues and so she is like a full-blooded tourist so she's already like ahead of the game ahead of the game kind of thing whereas I'm like a total sag I'm like I'm just like flowing in there I don't really I'm like yeah we'll get there whatever and so she made sure she said the Chicago one was not as great as LA because LA had the best location, mm-hmm. but it was better than DC, which ours was garbage. <laughs> so pissed. Yeah. So I think had, had you gone to any other experience type event or anything before this? Because one of the things like I'm totally willing to own up to is this was my first one. And so I think some of my disappointment may very well have been in my expectations. Well, same because we I think DC was the second one to come out no like LA was first and LA had a beautiful hotel they had stars dropping in they had people going like to the team because it was LA so everything was going on and the backdrops with behind the backdrops were so much better you know Mm -hmm. ours was some warehouse our uber driver didn't even want to let us off like (laughs) He was like, I don't feel comfortable letting you ladies out right across from the train tracks, which, you know, whatevs. Um, and there was like no backdrop to the backdrop. It was just black. It was yeah. black everywhere. So it was kind of like, what, what is going on here? And I think what even pissed me off even more is the people working there didn't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we paid money to be there and it was like, they didn't care. And everybody, a lot of people who were there, a lot of them weren't from DC. Mm-hmm. A lot of us had traveled over there. I, I came from Florida, booked the ticket, stayed the night, did the whole thing. I had another, there was another group of women and who also complained with me. And one of them was from Texas, also a hell of a flight. And then there were others that were from all over, like um, in the Northeast, higher up. So it was really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I do think, Meg and I shared your disappointment, but we both live off the Metro. So the added getting there and traveling for it, like for us, it was a thing to do on a Saturday night. That said, even without the added element of travel, I think it was still a pretty underwhelming experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember, so when they announced the location, I had actually 
not to toot my own horn, but I had actually predicted where it was going to happen. I was like, it's going to be in Northeast. It's going to be in Brooklyn. I knew it was going to be like a crappy location, but I was like, I have faith that there, it's going to be a really cool experience. So I really did think, okay, it's going to look really cool. They're going to have stuff to do. Like they're going to make it worth going out there. And I, I, Lane and I talked about this before. I think if it had been cheaper, I would have felt one kind of way about it. I would have been like, well, you know, it was fun for 20 bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> or right. if it had been in a better place, I would have been like, well, that was worth $70. But the way it was, which is very mm, not, not thrilled with the whole thing. But even a better place, it didn't change that all the event was is a series of Instagram backdrops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Well, there was no real flow to it. You right. walked in and then it was like Instagram spot, Instagram spot, a line wrapped around the whole building to get into the portrait section and then one tiny bar and then some random modiste thing that they were trying to really get going. And so we were like, okay, let's go to the bar. So we went to the bar, we waited in line because there was one bartender for what, 150 people, which was absurd in itself. The queen was doing her thing. I didn't really need to talk to the queen. I don't, I don't like the queen in the series. I don't care about the queen. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care. I, I, I see no need for her. So then I was like, all right, well, let's go to the portrait. So then we were there and there was no one even manning the portrait station because people were up there and they could take 17 photos with their crew because they were up there and nobody was telling them to get off. You know what I'm saying? So the line, we were, we were in line. I, I said this before, like we were actually in line. We were in line for probably 15 minutes and moved four steps. It didn't move because nobody was like, all right, next one, next one. Like get yeah. your take this picture, take this picture, this picture, and then get out so it could move. And it didn't. And then they just like shoved us into the other room. And then we all assumed we could go back in. That was a lie. That was a ball face lie. <laughs> yeah. So, so then what, uh, let me just ask you a question. When, what day did you go? Cause like you went like on, we went the first night, day. Right? Yeah. We went on the first day. Yeah. So we went back to go in and they almost bum rush tackled us. Like I walked up to just, I was like, I'm going to go back in. And they were like, like they got in my face and in my head, I was like, hold up. I'm from Florida. You don't do that down here. Like, calm down, crazy. I was like, I'll hit you. (laughs) And they got all up in my face and like, you can't come in here. And we were like, we can't come back in. And they were like, absolutely not. We're already setting down. So then we automatically were like, wait, what? (laughs) And when we said that, there was a whole crew behind us that said the same thing. Because mind you, we were all in line. A lot of us did not get the pictures, the portrait pictures or whatever pictures you're thinking of. And so these women, we all started like, well, can you like this? And can you go to the bathroom, quote unquote, like sneak us in, like you won't say anything, da, 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 da. So they were just like flat out, no, 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 no. So we found... um, one of the backdrops which was like the the, I guess the the door with the curtains kind Uh of thing uh we tried to make that work which the lighting was so god awful our phones wouldn't turn on the flash it was a mess so then I was like what are we doing here like let's just go outside and see about taking photos in the front and I was like thinking maybe we could sneak in 
So one of the ladies had asked one of the things, like she had smooth talked away and she was like, all right, we're going to get in. So I was like, we're going to follow those people. I was like, I'm going to fall right behind them and get in. So we start making our way in and there was another woman posted up and she was like, absolutely not. I'm not letting you guys in. And it's like, so we asked for that person who's in charge because we were like, we flew all this way and we didn't get any pictures. And the lady was like, well, we already shut the lights off. And I was like, did we not pay the electric bill with our tickets <laughs> anything and she was just like you guys can get ticket you guys can come back again get you know, more tickets and do it over again and I was like I'm not coming back here I live in Florida and the lady next to me was like I'm in Texas why would we do all that this, this is why we're here they just didn't care like yeah. I go I said in the future it might be great to let people know ahead of time you're not letting them back in because yeah it wasn't just like me and Ash it was a whole crew of us who thought yeah. we were able to get back in and get pictures. I will say like my overall vibe in hindsight is that they were very deliberately mysterious because they sort of knew they weren't selling anything that would live up to the expectations. And I think especially like the Instagram ads that started airing locally when it first came out really did look like little snippets of elegant evening and like performers and all of these things happening. And even the bar looked like it was a whole room and like a speakeasy. Little did we know at the time that what was shown in that snip of an ad was literally everything there was to do. And they were all clips from LA. <laughs> and I, I feel like a clip from LA, but they had no intention of like, I, I feel like this was a money grab and they were like, we're going to do this once. It's going to be real shit, but we'll make as much money off of it as we possibly can because otherwise they wouldn't have picked a warehouse in Brooklyn. Yeah. You would think. Well, the whole thing was um, everything that they're showing on their Instagram is all from LA. None of them is from any other uh, location that I've seen. Even ours didn't even, when DC happened, it didn't even pop up on there. They were still showing other things. I think it was like one picture of the performers doing the spin thing. And that was about it. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, this was a gigantic abandoned warehouse with extremely high ceilings with two rooms, both walls, uh, both rooms had the walls just covered in black curtains. Mm-hmm. And then the set was shoved in against the wall, but only about nine feet up. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it, it looks like a high school theater set. Yeah. So, uh, so I will say I had a slightly different experience, which is I think interesting. I think they did change a little bit because you went, I think, I guess first night and we mm-hmm. went first weekend. So all, like literally two days later, Mm -hmm. three days later. And so I went in and then there was this huge line to get presented to the queen. And I was like, well, I'm not standing in that line. So I went and stood in line with Lane instead to do the portraits. And we did get portraits and they were moving people. So they were moving people along. So I think they at least learned from your night, like, oh, I guess we should have someone take the portrait and move them along. So they did that. Um, We got we got pictures in one of the Instagram set places and it was one of the staff members who took the pictures and it was like, okay, now it's, now, now it's time to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I waited in line there and I was like, oh, the line cal- calmed down for the queen. I'll go get presented to the queen. Cause like, there's nothing else to do. Just mm-hmm. go do it. And no, not enough time. I, I didn't get to be presented to the queen. Do I care that much? 
no but i was like it's the only other thing to do one of the things that frustrated wow one of the things that frustrated me is it's clear they only hired three dancers or actors Mm -hmm. so part of the reason they couldn't keep the room where you bow to the queen open is because the queen had to dance as the bumblebee in the second room right and the courtiers like the male and female courtier from the first room were the love story dancers from the second room Mm -hmm. so they they clearly didn't like oh, this is where I say like they cheaped out on everything. It would would have been very easy to keep both rooms open to keep a queen there and hire a second performer to be the bee. That way, both rooms had something going on, and they just chose not to. I'm gonna be real. I didn't need the bee. I thought that was weird as hell. <laughs> I, I was like, get what it. is happening? I did. I was like, it. is this like the Kate and Anthony thing? I was <laughs> like, I'm uncomfortable. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all because I thought it was weird. I could have gone without that whole thing. I also expected there to be like more Easter eggs for the books, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mostly missed the B and the performances because after I wasn't presented to the queen, I was like, well, I'll get another portrait. So I got in line for the portrait. (laughs) You got all the portraits. (laughs) With someone else. I got zero. (laughs) And so I I was waiting in line with another friend and we got the portraits and everyone else followed the queen out. We were literally the last people in that room. We took pictures on the throne. We took pictures like everywhere in that room. And so I I did miss though most of the performance because when I finally did go in and we were like, we were like, oh, we can't see anything. Everyone's standing in front of us. We tried to go back in the room just to like see the merch or whatever. And they were like, you can't go back. We're like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, they're serious about that. They almost took you out. Like, I I think I would have rather missed a performance and gotten the pictures and all honesty. Although I will say the best thing about that whole thing was the uh, orchestra was. They um, were. They oh were, yeah. The musicians were really good. I, they were I the real stars of the show. For sure. I would say the two, the two things I have absolutely no complaint about one, the orchestra and two actually were the people there. And I don't mean the staff. I mean, like everyone was dressed yes. up mm-hmm. like props to like, if you talk about building an environment, the people who bought tickets, even the people who didn't go Regency still looked really great and I think that was really fun seeing how much effort everyone else put in I just yeah I agree I I, everybody really stuck to the theme I had like a whole theme going I was like full like Greek goddess back in the day going for like a full like ancestry thing and I didn't get one damn picture I was gonna say I'd ask you for a picture but we know you didn't I don't have one there's someone Ash's phone but you can't really tell because the flash wasn't working so and what drove me nuts is our the girl who got picked the diamond so her husband or whoever was there and we were we were trying to get our one picture one picture in front of the backdrop and she was trying to rush us. And I almost was like, listen, chick, I know, I know your ass got like 7,000 pictures. Like you are going to let us wait and <laughs> we're going to take as many as we fucking want <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but she was like trying to rush us out. So it was just like when, when the whole group went out to talk to the, the staff and the manager, we were very nice. We were like, listen, guys, could you really help us out? Like we came all this way. Oh, I thought we were going to crack her. And then she was like, let me go get my manager. And I was like, oh, Oh, we're out. I was like, she's looking for somebody else to say no. I was like, damn. (laughs) So we really tried that we were there. Um, We met a lot of nice people. There was like um, a couple older women who were hilarious. Um, I was loving them. And so we were really nice, but the staff just didn't seem to like care. They were just like, buy another ticket. I was like, I don't live here. Like, what do you mean buy another ticket? And I don't want to. Now I'm mad. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
Like, unless Simon is escorting my ass in here, I'm not going to do it. The second room also only had one small bar in it. And the drinks were, of course, stupidly overpriced Mm -hmm. and very weak. And I was hanging out with my friend, Kara, because we like had given up on trying to watch the dances or doing the foot stomp with a bunch of people. It was like, this is just stupid. And I was like, I just don't want another cocktail here. I want to go to a bar, but there's no bars near where this Mm -hmm. thing is in Brooklyn. And so she was like, what time is it? And I was like, okay, we have like 45 more minutes. And she was like, Lane, I need to spend like 50 cents per minute left on alcohol. Like that is, (laughs) that is worth it to me to serve. I was like, good point, good point. And so we did end up getting a second beverage, but I was still tragically left without a drink for that. I should have just sat in the VIP and that's where we were. Oh, did you guys do the VIP experience? Mm -hmm. Which is really just sitting on the elevated stage. Yeah. Is that it? Is that because we thought that That might be it? That's it. And you, did you get a drink, like a champagne yeah. thing? No. Ooh. No. Ooh. You so just wait. had a place to sit down. That, I was amazed that they weren't even selling food. And like even the modiste thing they were trying to make happen was just another merch stand. Is that what I it, because I, I t- didn't even know there was a modiste thing. So it was just a That's merch what, thing. Well, I, I saw oh. they had the same stuff that they had in the front. Oh, okay. So when we were there, the modiste was just um, the dresses that had been used. That yes. was it. There was oh, nothing the, else. Yeah, because I saw it was like a. There was no merch. They were trying to do like costume. Things. Yeah, like, I, there was okay. the whole costume row, but yep. then the there was a guy manning it, and next to him were like some of the glassware from the front. Oh, yeah, no. Like it wasn't anything different. It was the same shit you could buy at every other point. Yeah. Yeah. No, we just had that. And then there was, I guess, a fake Modi's backdrop by the yeah. bar. And that was about it. Like, there was literally no one. There was one bartender. And then I never saw anybody until when we tried to go back in the room. And it was like, I was taking somebody out. Like, I was taking the beat out myself. And everybody <laughs> bum-rushed me from all sides. I was like, oh, God, okay. They're like, you just can't go in here. I was like, okay, man. <laughs> I know. <And> yeah. <laughs> There's not that much stuff in, like, I don't understand, I, I still don't understand why you couldn't circulate between the two rooms, you know? I don't either. I don't know why they had to take it down so fast. Yeah. It's really my question. If we paid, and no offense, but it's not like you spent a whole lot of money on this thing. Like, you could tell it was very, here's this piece, and here's this piece, and here's this piece. It almost felt like they were taking it from the other locations like they just mailed it to him I was like here's this so here you go so I don't see why I couldn't have gone in the other room for a little bit and I get like having any time 11 o'clock or 11 30 or whatever the case was and kick us all out that's fine but there should have been no reason why I couldn't have gone back and forth because again it wasn't just us there was about 40 people in that line that did not get any portraits honestly again my only speculation is that they again are cheap and didn't hire sufficient staff to ban both rooms. Yeah. Well, they weren't banning us in the first place. That's, I know, that's but my mind is I was like, you guys weren't, they were setting up in the other room. So in my head, right. I'm thinking, just continue in there. We're adults. Yeah. We're not gonna, what are we gonna steal? What one of the dresses? Just leave somebody there. I, yeah. I'm not gonna fit in Phoebe, what's her name's dress? She was like a size negative four. Like I did I think it was a child's dress, and then I realized I recognized it from the show, and I was like, oh girl. She is like teeny tiny, itty yeah. bitty for sure. 
I can't even fit in uh, Penelope's clothes. Like I, I was like, oh, those are Penelope's clothes. Damn. I was like, I can't even fit in hers either. So I'm not trying to run away with that stuff. Also, where would we wear those? Back to Bridgerton, I guess. You know, yeah, you come yeah. back and show off your ill-gotten gains. I was very disappointed. I love the orchestra. I texted my best friend Kyla and was like, here are all the issues I'm having. <laughs> Make sure you don't do this in Chicago. So they got there early. They went right in line for pictures. Um, they did everything far better than we did. So yeah, I mean, I think that if I were to go back, I would I because we we wanted to go at night because we're like, well, that's the fun thing, you know, you're mm-hmm. gonna go out. I would do one of the cheaper ones in the afternoon. Um, just go do the thing and then afterwards go to dinner, you know? Ash wants to go to the one in LA. Like she wants to be vindicated for sure. She's like, I deserve yeah. this. Like, honest to God, you couldn't pay me to go to another one. You I, could pay if you paid me, I would go. I don't <laughs> I don't do social media. I don't do pictures. Like I really expected like to be entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like without the meal, I was not expecting that, but I sort of expected more of like a dinner theater vibe. Mm-hmm. Or like a, we, keep, we keep using like small Renaissance fair vibe. Like I really expected to have things to do. And the second it was apparent that the only activity was very expensive drinking, I was like, this is just not for me. It was never going to be for me. I do not understand the joy in having your picture taken on pretty sets. Like that's just not a yeah. thing I pay to do, period. Yeah. I mean, I, I do our social media and I can't use like 75% of our pictures because we're so bad. I don't know how to do it. I don't. <laughs> but at least I've got. Pictures. You got content. So uh, one for you guys. I don't know. I don't, I kind of, I'm stubborn in that way. Like Ash wants to be vindicated me. I'm like, I wouldn't go back there. You know, like in my head, I'm like, you bastards. Like I'm like still like low-key angry. So, and I'm a grudge holder really good at that so I don't know it's it's hard for me because going to LA would be cool especially because the stars do show up so that's something you know and the backdrop is really pretty but I wouldn't go back to the DC one for sure like I was pissed I wanted to write a um Ash actually wrote again she's way more eloquent but she wrote a nice like hey, we messed up, don't mess up, here's what to do, you know, if you're going on the group, on the Facebook group, and they deleted it, they wanted nothing, and she was like, I didn't think it was negative, it wasn't, but she was just like, hey, letting you know, we got their this, and they wouldn't let us do this, and then you won't be able to go back in, and yada yada, and they like deleted all her stuff, I was like, oh, okay, Again, this goes to my conspiracy theory of like, they know it's shit and they're overcharging. So they're just mm-hmm. erasing anything that gives any hint to the way it actually works. Because yeah, they know the they only thing selling tickets. Comments. The only thing selling tickets is the comments. mystery. But the, like the only thing selling tickets is the mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Again, I really, I would have been happy if they would have just like nixed the queen and the performers and just did a whole like orchestra set. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree with you because the, the, in the second room, part of the reason you didn't want to be in there is because you can't see them and it's mm-hmm. that interesting. So just have more interactive sets. Like you don't have to have a person there. Just have like a thing that you can do, like the portrait or learn. How many people were y'all? How many people were there when you guys were there? How I guess 200 or so. Oh, you guys had more than us. 
Well, I mean, um, we went Saturday night at the eight o'clock time slot. Mm-hmm. I think it was sold out. It was like the mm-hmm. first, the first weekend. I think it was like, it was sold out. It was the biggest one, I think. Yeah. How was your diamond? I don't, I don't remember because I wasn't, how did did she pick her? I didn't get to see it. I'm too short. I only know who it was because we were stuck outside fighting with our Ubers on the phone at the same time that couldn't find us. Yeah. Everyone, everyone is like, where are you? Where are you? And she was like, and so I overheard her saying all she got for being the diamond was a free glass of champagne. Well, I, I watched it because again, we were VIP just sitting there watching. We didn't do anything. Um, and the queen just kind of like flipped her hand at, at the girl and that was it. I was like, oh, uh, I was going to be a little bit more than that, but okay. <laughs> I'm even though like- I would have been insulted. I would be like, don't flick at her hand at me. Like what? I'm also frustrated by the way Bridgerton has made this picking the diamond such a thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like, this is not historical, but at all. And you've literally like, you're selling stuff on the precedent of this. And it like, especially season two, I was so mad. I was so mad. Okay. So moving on from the experience, what did you think of season two? So Ash and I differ a little bit. Uh, Very rarely, we usually like go pretty much on the same page. So book two is my favorite. Okay. Hands down. My name is Kat, full name Catherine. I have a Corgi, just like Kate. I mean, I love this book and I love, I'm a big sibling person in stories. So I don't like when siblings fight. Like I like when they bicker because me and my siblings bicker, but I don't like the whole sister versus sister. I'm over that trope, you know, the like, I I can't stand it. So one thing, the the thing I liked most about the book was Edwina was doing her own thing on the slide. She was like, you do, you all do me. And she came out with Mr. Bagwell and was like, whatever. So when the whole show just kept going and I was like, oh, we're really like really keeping this going and going and going until the end when you had like 30 minutes left and then they got it together. And I was like, I I just got annoyed because I was like, the one thing I loved about the book is what they put in, they like took it out of the show. So that's, that was, I didn't like it as much as I thought it would, but it's because I love this book so much. Now the next season, Benedict's book, I wasn't as invested. So, (laughs) Look, we we also hate Benedict. So, I mean, maybe you don't hate him. I hate him. I own it. I love him in the show. Oh, in the show. Oh, yeah. That's what what I'm saying. In the books, I'm like, meh. Well, that's why I'm like, change him as much as you want from the books. I have nothing invested about that book. In fact, I hate it so much that if it is a straight adaptation I'm gonna like it's gonna be horrible well I I we had talked about it and I was thinking I wonder if he's going to be bisexual that's what my curious take was and I wouldn't be mad about it I'd be I'd be here for that but um I can't I can't say I hated the season I didn't love it because it's my favorite book and I they took out my favorite part of the book also I like Shonda Rhimes I do watch some of her stuff, but sometimes the drama gets overwhelming for me. Like, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch Scandal. Like, I get high anxiety with stuff like that. Like, I said on my my episode, I think I said, uh, I watched three episodes of Scandal one time and, like, stress ate four, like, four to eight cupcakes because I just couldn't <laughs> I was just, like, stress eating like a crazy person. 
And I feel like everything like drama is coming in at all angles. And I'm just yeah. like, we don't need all this. I think what I liked about Bridgerton is a simple light read, you know, it was just yeah. like nice. I don't care about the boxer and his wife getting a gentleman's club. I don't care about um, the uprising thing with the uh, Eloise. I don't care about the newspaper guy. I, like, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I'm not even a big fan of the queen. So it's just, you know, what about yeah. you guys? what do you think? Very, very similarly. So this book is not our favorite of the series, not our least favorite either but it's not our favorite. So up until a certain point, we're like, okay, these changes are interesting. This is fun. You know, like a lot of people are upset about the B compromise scene not being the same. And I was like, whatever, it's fine. It's fine with me. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't really care. I wasn't that invested, but yeah, once Edwina and Anthony got engaged and it didn't end like immediately, mm -hmm. I was like, what am I, what this is not, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah, that was Ash's complaint. She was like, it just went on too long. I was like, yeah, yeah, we were in the last episode and they still hadn't gotten together. It was annoying. Absolutely. We spent a whole episode on the whole wedding debacle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't like Shonda Rhimes usually. Like I am not a TV drama person. I am like, I liked Bridgerton season one as much as I did. Not because it was flawless, like it had, because it leaned mm -hmm. into like the, this is just a fun, campy romance. And we are adapting this love story with all the sex and all the fighting and all yep. the like, even the side plots are minor and are super sexy. Like we're just leaning in. And season two, I felt like took a step back and said, okay, now we just want high angst, high drama. Even in the side plots, we're going to add all of this stuff. And I was very bored. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, and I, I, I want to be very clear. Props to the actor who plays Anthony, props to the actress who plays Kate. They were fantastic. Their chemistry was amazing. I legitimately could have cut 90% of the season and been like, this is a good like 30 minute episode. Thank oh, yeah. you so much for joining us, Kat. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really enjoyed coming on here and talking everything Bridgerton with you guys. Absolutely. And where can we find you? We are at, at PageRage underscore podcast on Instagram or hello at PageRagePodcast.com. Yes. Um, I will say that there was probably like slightly more chance of them being dead than in the Triwizard Tournament. Mm -mm. No, people died in the Triwizard Tournament. Yes, but their opponents weren't trying to kill them. It was like the course itself, right? It depended. Like the maze, they were actually attacking each other. See, I have forgotten all of this. Okay. I just know that um, what's his name dies. Cedric Diggory. Cedric. No, but I mean, it's Robert Pattinson, let's be honest. Robert Pattinson. Correct. <laughs> also, you guys, tangent, I'm going to edit this out and I'm going to put it in errata, but whatever. Have you ever heard Robert Pattinson's interviews about Harry Potter? Um, I've heard his interviews on just about everything because I'm fucking obsessed with Robert Pattinson. He was so trashed. Oh, every time. During all of those scenes in Harry Potter and I just <laughs> can't. I've never, I haven't seen all the movies. I haven't either. Which I'm ashamed of myself on some level because I feel like I need to go back and watch the fourth one and be like, can I tell that Robert Pattinson is drunk? But it's for personal reasons. He also could have been lying about all that shit too, Lane. That's true. Because he lies about, about everything. everything. 
And I fucking love him. I'm His little pillows company and he blew up a microwave. Okay. His pillows company. He said that the first time he went to a circus, a clown car exploded and all the clowns died. And then he told an interview. He then gave an interview about lying, telling that story. Like years later. Well, like there was like a headline that was like, traumatized (laughs) by clowns. (laughs) No one does any fact checking on this shit. No, he just says whatever he wants. I love him He's a so hero. much. I He's love him. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just like, I don't have a specific image of an actor or an actress who has played Persephone. Okay. Or Hades. And like Hades, honestly, the most like prevalent imagery in my brain is the blue Disney yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, not in my head. Like, I'm not thinking of that when I read this book. And Eros and Persephone, like, the second Eros isn't, like, Cupid. Isn't, like, a baby in a diaper with a bow and arrow. Like, we're so far from whatever. Like, you read Achilles, I'm thinking Brad Pitt. Yeah. Patroclus, I am thinking Garrett Hedlund. Okay. Um, Hector, obvious, and Paris, Eric Bana, Orlando Bloom. Um, Theseus, I'm thinking Henry Cavill. Like, a lot of these characters. Oh, there's one other from a different movie that I was like, no, I associate this actor with this. So I will say there was a little bit more of, like, struggling for me to see these characters as they were depicted in the book than there usually is. Oh, interesting. That did not happen to me. Probably because Because at one point they describe Achilles as a golden god, and then they say he has dark hair. And I'm like, no, he's Brad Pitt and Troy. You're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) 